And I don't know if you ever tried to squat while you have your period, but oh it really God. feels like you're just trying to squeeze it all out. on where we make sense of things you probably don't care about with a hefty side of lukewarm social critique. I'm Lucy and my fallopian tube makes a noise like Pac-Man when I shoot egg out. I'm Ash and I eat my eggs like caviar. I'm Julia and it's not my fault I've got a heavy flow and a white set vagina. Today if you can guess we are talking about um, periods. They've been pretty topical at the moment so uh, although we've had them for a while um They've, they're kind of a fresh thing to many, it seems, including J.K. Rowling, who thinks that only some people have periods if you are a very specific gender. Yeah. Um, also, the Tampax ad has made the the global headlines, which is very embarrassing for us, isn't it? Embarrassing, but, you know, of course. also typical of us. <laughs> you just believe it. Just to, for reference to those listening from uh, overseas who haven't heard about it, it's a uh, and I think it's a UK Tampax ad where two women are on a talk show and they kind of use phrases like one of them is get that up there, get it up there, mm-hmm. just surrounding like an actual insertion of a tampon. Um, and 84 people complained. 84? Yeah. It's now risen to 150. And I cool. think it was like 70% were women. That's super cool. It was cool. the majority were women who complained about it. They're obviously like women who just use pads. They're like tampons don't work for anybody. I don't no, want anyone women to use them. moon cups. And we're just kind of like, oh my oh, God, yeah. it's so unsustainable. That's what, yeah, it's actually me. I'm like, if they can't use tampons, everybody has to switch to moon cups. Apparently now they've come out and said that it can be reviewed because a tweet got taken down saying like, oh, like our thing is final. Um, and now it's like, oh, actually it can't be reviewed, but I think you have to pay money for it to be reviewed or something. Like Procter & Gamble would have to pay like five grand or something to have it That's reviewed. That's dirt cheap. Yeah, they they could. And then each complainant or something can pay 30 euro. And they're like, the ASI are like, oh, well, we know we only banned it under general offence. We didn't ban it under some of the stuff were like um, sexualization of periods, uh, stuff to do with children and stuff. And apparently those complaints were not upheld, only general offence. I'm like, general offence could be anything. What are you on about? General, general offence. Because then I could be like, oh, I'm generally offended by this ad for flash floor mop stuff. That erectile dysfunction I don't my floors. ad that's on every night. I haven't seen it actually, but I've heard oh, of so it. So it's always on. Always, always, always on. Like, I'm just going to be like, I have nothing wrong with this and people can take it if they want, but I'm generally offended. So take it down. Maybe they should change the ad of the, 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 the like the tagline from that ad to get it up there. <laughs> it, would, it would also work perfectly for it. It works for both. But there's only there's there's only a certain segment of people that are hated by everybody. We know it's not the ones with the erectile dysfunction problems for the most part. Except for trans women, we love you. But like speaking of sexy, sexy periods, um, I suppose that finally, after months of us being within this pandemic, the HSE has actually kind of been more open with their guidelines regarding sex. Um, I think in an earlier episode, I mentioned how stressed I was about the fact that this information was not readily available anywhere, even though the Netherlands were actually actually like, find yourself and your fuck buddy, everybody, uh, and then just stick with them for this amount of time. Um, but the Irish government have just been like, sex? Oh, I've never heard of her. What, what's a sex? Sex? Who does that? Gross. Now they have actually issued what appears to be a press release because every newspaper got it at the same time, which means that it has to have been a press release. Um surrounding kind of what they believe the regulations and restrictions surrounding sex should be regulations. Well, pretty much because Mm. they are the law. Um, And now they said, if you have to, 
you can have sex with some with one person outside your household. The phrasing is, if you have to. They've also kind of come out in uh, in favour of masturbation. Never thought I'd get to say that the HSC were pro-masturbation, but, you know, 2020 has been a hell of a year. Um, and also online sex, which is another thing that Ireland doesn't love most of the time. So kind of a great turnout if this was general life, but I think they're a bit like late on this advice. Yeah, also it's not shocking at all that the Irish government for months we're just like ignoring anything to do with sex and be like, no, like we're just not going to look at that. We're not going to address it. And that now that they have chosen to, it's still pretty sketchy and it's in weird terms. And they're kind of like, yeah, you know, if you have to, you can have sex with one person. And yeah, we're going to change our tune and be pro masturbation and, and online sex and like watching porn, despite being very anti the sex industry. You're like, cool, 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 cool. It's great that people are allowing you to have online sex. We don't allow you to have it, but you can do that now. But like... What is that phrasing? If you have to, do they mean like if we really cannot control ourselves any further and we're going to go into Tesco and go come here to me now and have sex with me? Or do they mean like if you've got like a, an obligation to a partner where they're like, please, they're like, oh, go on. Maybe it's what like it mean? that dream that I had that I spoke about on the yeah. episode where I had to have sex with someone to get into Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next phase. That's so. happening. They mean if there's a sex toll, you can pay it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's this whole like, uh, rhetoric now that's like young people are to blame it's the reason we can't move forward with any of the phases and stuff that they're like okay what else can we what else have they been doing yeah they've been doing the sex so you know gotta get out there and stop that um, and now they have that like play it safe campaign which is new because I remember back in May remember when um, was it Tony Holland was was he on um, Joe Duffy it was, it was or Liveline or something yeah, was, oh yes, yes. And they, they were reading out the emails and he was like talking about it. And then they kind of released a few things that are the exact same as what they're saying now. But now you get a free condom in the pharmacy. Singular. You get singular. So let me go into this play it safe kit because I just find this incredible in this day and age. So it's um, a collaboration. So it's HSE X Irish Pharmacy Union or yeah, union. So basically what they've done is they put a little leaflet. They were like, basically what they're afraid of. And they've said this is that they are afraid that young people will take risks surrounding sex post-pandemic and that if they give them one singular condom, this will absolutely solve all their problems. So um, that it's just, it's really offensive rhetoric in general that they think that us, it's us, um, will suddenly cause an uptick in crisis pregnancies and STDs. Because what the fuck? There's obviously bigger problems going on. Like, I suppose what they've said is, yeah, there's bigger problems going on, but we want to give you one singular free condom um, after restricting your access to abortion for literally decades. Um, so thanks. But like, why shouldn't, why shouldn't you always get a free condom? And a All condoms should be free. Like, that's the thing. It's like, okay, now we're going to give you a leaflet on how to have like... and and. You have to in, wash, wash your hands before you have sex. In Here's the, the condom. In the Irish Independent article, uh, they also say like it's not just to do it around now. Like it's also in the future to do a crisis pregnancies and SCI transmission. And it talks about not only being safe during COVID and having sex, just being safe in general. I'm like, why now do you not trust us to like have a load of crisis pregnancies and STDs? Like. Loads of people have already have them. Like, why don't you give out leaflets and condoms all the time? Not during pandemics. Like, honestly, if you're having safe sex, maybe you're using more than one condom per session. Yeah, exactly. And you're actually encouraging people to use just one condom per session by giving just one condom. You've got to reuse it. Reuse. Reduce, reuse, it. reuse, recycle. Reduce, reuse, recycle. 
wash your hands before and after sex because you're using the same old condom for mm. the six more months of this pandemic. Because this is what we've given you. You're welcome. Thanks. I am really wondering, like, I was thinking what would be great to do would be to get standard condoms. And you know how there's like different varieties of condom. Like you've got the the super, super thin ones and the special ribbed for her pleasure ones, etc. And then like testing them to see what these new HSC ones are um, on like TikTok. Like, oh, I think I don't think it's this one because there's a different. Oh, like when they're like, taste these wines and can yeah. you tell which one's expensive or not? Condom testing. <laughs> I think you should do that. Can you just go in to like a pharmacy and just nick a load of leaflets now? I think, I don't think, I think you're supposed to take one. That's the weird thing. Oh, take only one. I'm there like, okay, I'll open up the leaflet and take out each condom and just put it in my yeah, bag. Yeah, just leave all the leaflets. <laughs> Imagine they all had holes poked in them. That's and there was actually nuns who I were mean, like, oh, yeah. Catholic Ireland, good and strong again. Sorry, the f- that would be funny if it weren't for the cervical cancer scandal, wouldn't it? True. Yeah. You know, you just really, maybe we genuinely shouldn't trust the HSC condoms, guys. Oh my God, the vaccine is the free condom we get from the HSC. Imagine, and then just seeing whether or not, like, <laughs> we use them. Use them. Yeah. This is the way to, like, call the populations. <gasps> Conspiracy. Imagine if they were, like, spiked and everybody was using them as, like, dying. <gasps> That's such a good horror film. As three people who have hand periods for a while, I'm, at, like, what am I on? Like, 11, 12 years? It's pretty sweet. Sorry, you just made me do the math there. And Same. I'm shocked. I got mine when I was just turning 16. That's so surprising because you were so developed. I know that's, I a, know. that's such like a... <laughs> you're such a creep. Like this old man being like, you're so, <laughs> you're so developed, developed as a 15-year-old no, child. You know, when you're like a teenage girl, it's different. Like, it's not like an old man going, you're so developed. It's more like, you're so developed. You're like, why aren't I that developed? <laughs> yeah. Um, got the boobs. Mom, get the growth hormones out. <laughs> You got the boobs, but not the period. Not the period. Um, and then at 15, I remember I had a friend staying with me. And then the day, she was from Galway. And the day she was going home. Very integral. Galway people get their periods first. I think maybe she cursed me. But um, we were, because I had like, I just have a double bed. And we were just like sleeping in the one bed. Because that's what you do with your mates. And I woke up and I was just like, hmm. <laughs> my underwear does not feel like underwear normally feels like. And then like went downstairs to the bathroom. And it was just so much blood. Like, just leaders. It was insane. And this, but you knew it, at least like at sixteen, you knew it was your period. Yes, I mm-hmm. fully understood what was happening and had been waiting for it for a while. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm getting on with things. I'd, I'd like for this to happen. I regret those thoughts immediately, um, because I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and it sometimes makes, pronounced PCOS. Sometimes pronounced PCOS. I don't know, but maybe. I who? <laughs> no, I made that up. That's a joke. I was like, <laughs> first time hearing about this. Um, but it makes periods difficult. Most women who have it don't get periods at all. Mine are irregular and horrendous. And there was a, remember there was a guy on Twitter a couple of weeks ago being like, women only need nine tampons for the amount of blood that they. Is that per month or per year? For your whole life? No, no, no. Per, <laughs> per, per, per month. It was like, you need max nine tampons. So this was like his logic. This is of, like if you're having a three day period with three tampons a day. Yeah, which also doesn't You'd smell like a sewer. Yeah. And I was just like, that's hilarious because I had to like, well, we'll get into it in terms of the shit that I've had to put up with. But I just had so much blood because that's what my experience has always been. And that five day thing is a myth. My last between 10 and 14. That's so long. That's literally half your month. Yeah, but I don't have it every month. Oh, okay. So it like skips a month and it's like, here you go, double period. Or it does it twice in a month. That's also happened. Grim. Yeah. How are you supposed to make plans? You're not. Julia doesn't have a social life. 
Julia yeah. just lives by her womb. <laughs> Don't we all? Pretty much. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's nothing cuterous about your uterus. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Everyone needs a good mom joke every once in a while. I think that should be on a cake. Noted for your next birthday. Mm. No, I'm going to give you, make you a cake for every period you have. Uh, every day of your period. So I'll make you That's 14 cakes for your next so one. so many cakes. Think about, have you seen Midsommar? No. It's Don't kind of a spoiler. Spoil. It's a spoiler. Don't spoil. I won't then. But those who watch it know how much she could do with it. With the cake? With her ridiculously long period. <laughs> so how about yourself, Ash? How long have you had yours? I think I got, well, I got mine and then it went away for a year. That's that's actually really common, isn't so, it? So, yeah, so I got it when I was, I want to say 15. Like I went to the bathroom and I saw it's a little bit of blood and I was like, oh, I got my period. And I told my mom and she was like, oh, here you go, blah, blah, blah. And then I never got it again. And then I was like, oh, where'd it go? Oh, come back. Um, and then I got it again when I was, I think I was kind of late. Like, I think I was 16, 17 when I actually got my period. Oh, and then too late bloomers. When I was, I think, 19, it went away again for two years. So like I had it, or maybe it was 18. I remember I had it consistently, you know, every month I'd get it one, like once a week, just like on the clock. And then it just went and I would get either like one or two a year. And that was it for two years. Um, and I had loads of tests done. I've had so many probes in your probes in my vagina. <laughs> um, and they were like, nothing's wrong with me. Uh, well, so I just... mean, debatable. <laughs> nothing vaginally is wrong with me um well there is but I well we don't know what it is but uh that's a longer story um and then so they just put me on the pill and I just voila. had a period ah uh, yes the pill the thing that solves all yeah because uh, see I think at the time I had a student nurse it's not a student it's a student doctor and all I'll say about her is she pricked my arms so bad that people were like Jesus Christ like they're the worst bruises I've ever seen and when I went in a week later to get my results off her she went who did that to you <laughs> I was like you you did this that's that's what you would be like if you continued nursing <laughs> so you know I don't really trust her exactly but she was put me on the pill um she was talking about like oh if you don't get periods you could be at risk for like endometrium cancer and stuff so I was like give me those chemicals now put them in my body and then it's just been the same and I've gone and gone off my pills sometimes now and they are more regular, regulated like they're yeah fixed so no one knows what went on then she fixed you. But I feel like it's really common in your teens to have super irregular periods. I got mine younger than you two, which is like surprising because you guys actually like have hips, whereas I was a small boy child. Um, women. Yes. Boys can have periods too, but I am a small boy child who identifies as a woman. Um, but yeah, I got mine probably at like 12, 13. I think it was like late side Oof. of 12. No, I have friends who got it at like eight. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, that's like a fear. Yeah. And then my boobs came in at like 13. And then I got a nickname because my boobs came in so quick, straight up from a period. But um, yeah, I also had the same thing where like I got it once and then it was gone and then it came back and then it was it was just super irregular. My period was always super irregular, always super heavy, always super painful. Then yeah, when I went on the, the pill when I was older, it did kind of fix me. So there, there definitely is merit to the pill stuff. But um, yeah, I just, they were nasty like. Yeah. I just couldn't deal with them. Mm -hmm. I used to just use fucking leak everywhere. Isn't that the big problem? I... No, it still happens to me. Yeah, I oh, don't, don't know how, like, I... Oh, no, it still happens to me sometimes. Moon cup definitely helps me with a leakage. I don't leak mm. with moon cup. I don't... So I just, again, I lose copious amounts of blood. 
Yeah. And I don't trust that the moon cup would be enough. I can't use tampons on my heaviest days. I, I don't even use them. At, like, I'm just, tampons freak mm-hmm. me out. Don't really like them. I'm a pad girl. Um, But, like, almost a year ago, I leaked all over a pair of jeans so badly. I'm 27. So badly that I had to dye them a different colour because the stain just would not come out. And it was huge as well. Because it's just... My period will be sometimes I'll get it and it'll be heavy like day one, two, three and then day whatever to ten. It's like pretty chill, but it's fine. And then sometimes it's just insane more blood than I've ever seen before in my life. Elevator scene in The Shining. 100% that. Um, and you're just kind of like, well, I'm just going to... It's gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't care. Do you know what's actually the worst for that? Being sick while on your period. Oh, yes. yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm bedridden. I cannot move. But also I am bleeding onto myself. Yeah. Just stay in the bath all day. That's literally the only solution. And then solution. you just bathe in your own period blood. And maybe it's like bathing in milk. Maybe. Maybe you'll be like stained pink for the rest of your life. Cute. Yeah, I think so. And you're like a bath stained pink and your mum's like, oh, thanks. And you're like, no problem. Just say it's a lush bath bomb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lush bath bomb like in the works that's, that's got something going on. Lush are definitely like period bath bomb. After this tampon ad was banned they're like Tamp- like periods are not bad tampons are not bad here's our new period blood bath bomb. And everyone just goes oh. Made no. from 100% organic period blood. <laughs> 100%. Nothing to bind it. It's just like a vial. Yeah. You just yeah just like slowly dripping in. Ladies clumps. if we're honest with ourselves and gentlemen listening I think if you left it a few days I don't think it would be a liquid anymore. Oh, yeah. be Someone do it and let us know. I'll do it. You actually For science. Mm. Well, you can. You use the makeup. Do you remember like the first time you got education on periods? Yes. Mm. But it's like it's very perfunctory like they're just like you have a period. It is when you release an egg and then the egg has nowhere to go and the tissue is like, oh no, I built this home for this egg. But then it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we just break down the house. And also that's so dramatic. That's so dramatic yeah. that your room's like, I built this house for the egg and are you just not going to do anything amazing? It's going to smash the whole thing. Yeah. If your friend did that, you'd be like, that's ridiculous. You're a bit overreacting. Exactly. You exactly. if your partner did that, you'd be like, I'm in an abusive relationship, I'm going to leave. <laughs> exactly. Whereas we were stuck with this bloody womb inside us. Um, and then they would say that and then they're like, well, it's not that pain. We had a teacher who was like, you know, it's just a twinge. A twinge? A twinge. Mm. There's been times when I've been like, <laughs> the back pain as well. There's been times when I've just had to lie on the couch all day. One day my back pain was so, ga- so bad that I physically couldn't move. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I'm not messing, really struggled to go to the bathroom, had to order food and then lie beside, because the sitting room was beside the front door. Because it was so close to the front door, I was like, I think I'll make it to get the food. Oh no. And then lay back down. And then I watched Get Out because my period gives me anxiety. I was really scared. Anyway. <laughs> not a good combo. Yeah, that's something they don't tell you about. I remember when learning my periods and it just wasn't taught to me very well. Um, and also like, I've heard this from other friends as well that their mothers or their sisters will have completely different periods to them. So mm. even from their like other people in their family who have periods, they don't get the same information because for them it could be, you know, it's manageable. I don't have pain. And then it, they come along and they're like, no, I'm like entirely crippled like every month. I've had times before when I'm just out walking and suddenly it's like this giant ear and just like yeah, all yeah. across and trying to like hobble along. And people are like, oh, God, who is that like? crippled woman that's just bending over I'm like it's just my period never mind like I've had that as well 
with guys where I'll just be out and about and suddenly get a big pain and they're like, oh, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, like, it's just my period. Like, they're like, no, you seem like you're in a real amount of pain. Like, yeah, I am, but it's just my period. I have to put up with this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a bad habit of being like, I'll just do, like, work through the pain. I, I've had to call in sick from work because of my period and I've had to miss a lot of school and a lot of college for it but it's always been because of the sheer amount of blood like there, there were days where I would be changing my pad every 30 minutes because yeah. it was oh, that wow. bad the pain is horrific but I'm like I can be one of the boys and I'm just going to mm. keep going at times when I shouldn't have one of my like one of the biggest memories I have of this was when I was working in Disney and I was working on this attraction at uh, the Phantom Manor and so the way you get onto it is you get on like you have to step onto this, um, what's the name? Like the travelators. Mm-hmm. You step onto one, you get into your little carrier thing and then you step off of it. And then when you get off, we have two people. You have one on the step is like, careful mind the step. And then you have one person who's just walking along the travelator to be like, you get off here now. And the way it works is you get like a load of people that get on and then you have a load of empty seats and then you get them in waves. And so we knew that all the people had gotten off and I had a, like a minute or two where I was going to be fine. And I was walking on the travelator and there was a guy standing on the step behind me that I worked with. And I just bent down because my cramps were so bad and like curled up in a ball. But I'm on a moving surface. So I just was like moving backwards towards him in this like crumple of a ball and he freaked out and he was like we need to call like the ambulance like what's happened to you I was like it's just my period it'll be fine I just need a minute and he was like this is not normal I was like oh well that's life <laughs> I was like it's normal to me they said that's the reality is that that's what it's like yeah. I remember my teen years when my period was bad was always like I'd get through the pain but it'd be two paracetamol two nerfem plus which is a ridiculous amount of painkillers. Mm. You know, like if it was any other in- injury, you'd be like, oh, you can't just keep taking that amount of painkillers. And thankfully it's only for, well, at the time my periods were like nine days, maybe 10 days. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's, it wasn't short. Really lucky mine are fine now. Like they're yeah. still like, I'm still in pain and stuff and they're still not fully regular, but like really don't miss that. Yeah. And I don't envy you at all. Um, painkillers don't work for me. Not at all. Not at all. I've never been able to take a painkiller that has worked. Chamomile tea helps. Yeah. As does dark chocolate. But I've taken like prescription painkillers and nada. nothing. Oh, not even the pink ones you get from America when your friend comes back from holidays. Haven't tried those. So if anyone wants to come back from America, they're just really strong ones. ibuprofen. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably they won't. <laughs> There's so many symptoms though that they don't tell you about. But like even in school, mm. they used to be like, they tell you that it was like a teaspoon. What did they say? Oh, that it was a tablespoon like per day? Three, three teaspoons. For the whole I mean, period. I mean, what are you on about? Like, as, like, I've seen my... I know it's not three. Like, yeah, that's a lie. little. Like, I, who measured it? Did, did someone just say, uh, I think it's about this much? Like, obviously someone a man. doesn't get their periods. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, that's definitely... It's only three teaspoons. And, and that's all they tell you is like, okay... You shed everything and it comes out as this bright red blood and you have it for like seven days. They don't tell you about... And it doesn't smell like anything. <laughs> the clots. No. Uh, brown I remember, blood. I thought it yeah. was sick because, you you know, like it's like baby jellyfish. I remember being like, <laughs> oh my God. Someone, I was like, mum. I thought I was dying. I was yeah. like, I think part of my brain has fallen out through my <laughs> that's vagina. What feel, that's what it looks yeah, like. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's so bad. And you can just feel it. Like, you know... Yeah. You just move you know, in a certain way yeah, and you're like... <laughs> then it stays there. That's the worst part. But the, you know, when it's like not a clot, it's just like uh, soaks in. Or like, uh, this is getting even like really manky, but sometimes I've like pulled out a tampon, there's just one attached. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. What is wrong with my body? Like stay up there. This seems like it's vital to whatever is going on inside. That's kind of the nice thing about the moon cup is that 
I'm certain that it's not three t- teaspoons per period. Like it's way more. I'm tempted like. to like start pouring it into a jar just to prove a point, but I know that'd be manky. No, I lo- fully support this. If I could use the moon cup, that's exactly what I would do. We're looking for a new housemate. I'd be terrified that I'm going to put it in the fridge just to get, be like, what's that? I'm like, I'm just my period blood. <laughs> Move in with me for your next period. Yeah. <laughs> totally fine in my house. It's like in, it's like in Leviticus when the women go to a period tent, except it's veg house. Um, <laughs> That's the name of Julia's home. Um, but sometimes when I pour out my moon cup, it's kind of like um, like sea monkeys. <laughs> People are going to be listening to this. Anyone who and does vomiting. not get a period during, like, and is listening to this, they're going to be like, what the fuck goes on during this time of the month? And we're like, finally, you know. It's honestly like hell. It is. I remember, so the I'm quite open with the guys that I work with in work. Um, and they... They're kind of be like, whatever, but they'll listen and they're kind of a little bit fascinated. I remember telling them that, you know, because your uterus and like your arse and everything that goes on there are so close that like when you start getting these like contractions and stuff, like during your period, you will have like the shits, like it'll be really bad. And they're like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. So both ends of you are horrifying during this time. And they were like, but I just saw a little bit of blood came out and I was like, nope, you also might shit yourself. You really have to close yourself off from the waist down. And like, I know yeah, the, the women who tense. don't have bad periods don't get that. And I'm happy yeah. for you guys. Honestly, bully for you. But for some of us, you're like, literally, I wish the bottom half of my body didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just give it to someone else just for that time or just like put it in my closet or whatever. And it's like, you do you and then I'll come back to you when you're done, when you've cleaned yourself out. It's just, oh. It's a nightmare. Like, if, honestly, you know how everyone says it. If we were men, there'd be like a magical pill that would be like, yep. oh, your yeah. period's gone now. No yep. more period. Why haven't we evolved past it? Why can't men have the babies now? From their bums. <laughs> like seahorses. No, from their penises. Let them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we're going to have the really tiny babies because it would evolve to the penis. No, maybe Please. it comes out as like a really skinny baby and then you just go like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it blows blow up. it up. Yeah, you go. Or it's like those sponges that you put into water and then they get really big. <laughs> or sea monkeys. Or full circle, guys. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, it's amazing how much we can mention sea monkeys in this episode. We're all Please don't monkeys. sue us, sea monkeys. DM. But also, it's amazing how accurate it is. Yes. It's <laughs> like, amazing how many purposes sea monkeys can be used for, really. Um, do you remember the first time you tried to like what was the I presume it was pad city because like for me my mum was like girl you don't want to try a tampon like I remember I was going swimming and she's like girl I think you should just not go like she was like do not and I was like why and she was like oh they're just better for women and I was like okay 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 I was like fine I'll use the pad and like do you remember like putting a pad on and like one of my mum's friends story from when she first put a pad on nobody told her which way it was supposed to go (gasps) So she just slammed it right onto her pubes. That poor baby. That's horrific. But like even like, you know, when like a little bit of it like rolls up and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's hell, hell on earth. But lots of men think that that's how it's it's done as well. They also think that the full applicator goes in. And I read a story on Twitter where Mm. a woman was like, nobody told me the applicator doesn't go in. They also, a lot of them think that you can hold it. Period. Yeah. Uh, I've seen so many different ones like that. Oh, you just sit over the toilet for the full time of your period and it all comes out uh, that you just plug it up. The tampons don't like soak up the blood. They plug you up. So, you know, you just stick it in there and then when you're good and ready, you go to the toilet and you let it all out and then you stick another one up so you plug up during the day. So technically you're just filling with blood and that'd be terrifying. <laughs> You'd get blood poisoning. 
I just They've like, literally described what toxic shock syndrome is. <laughs> oh my God, do you also remember the absolute fear of when you actually did start using tampons uh, and then you were like, I'm going to get, because on the box it always says like, toxic, toxic shock syndrome affects one in blah, 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 yeah. however many women use tampons. I remember like every time I'd be like, like you'd nearly have a timer on your phone to be like, okay, I'm going to go take out my tampon so I, I don't it. die. Or like just in those magazines, like that's right where picture whatever it's like my dog ate my baby oh, yeah. and then there's always like my daughter died from like toxic, toxic shock, shock syndrome syndrome and i'd be t- i'd be reading it i'm like oh my god that just sounds like she had the flu or something and then she died because she had too many tampons up her <laughs> i must be so afraid of it but yeah what was the first one you used pads pads i've only ever worn tampons i think three times in my life was it for swimming um twice was for swimming when I just kind of like grin and bear it because I really hate it and then once was I was like I want to try this because this seems like it'd be easier and then I was like nope not at all (laughs) some of them are like quite nice of an experience but like you know when you get like let's be honest sometimes the cheapo ones are not nice the ones that have an applicator and you just have to shut them up yourself I have to use them sometimes I don't mind them Lilith's are nice yeah but it's just like because that's the thing, and this relates back to the uh, tampon ad, that with the applicators, it's quite easy to get them up there. Like, it's quite easy to have them sit in the correct place. But yeah. I found sometimes when I just have to, like, use my finger, and then they kind of go, like, sideways or something. Oh. I'm like, oh, turn around. And you're just there fishing for ages. <laughs> Why do they go sideways? Like, surely there's, like, a design thing of the vagina that they could fix. I don't know. But this relates back to then, I can't use moon cups. This is, like, a whole... Look, Ash, I Saga. didn't think you wanted to talk about how gapped you were in the car. I'm not gapped. I'm actually the opposite. Um, well, we don't know. But I have sat on my bed for like good on 30 minutes looking up different folds um, to put in. And it just won't... To explain, usually with the moon cup, you recommend to do like a C fold, yeah. which is when you fold the cup into a C when it's closed or an S shape. Yeah, or, you, you push know. it down. Um, and then when you put it in and you put it up and then you take it down and it's supposed to pop open yeah but it doesn't pop open automatically it waits a few minutes so you'll be like (laughs) in the kitchen and work and then you'll just feel pop (laughs) honestly feel like every time I jump like a cartoon and every time I've tried it it has never popped open and I've always just leaked um and I've tried everything uh, to the point where I once made myself cry because I was like I was lying down in the bathroom and I had a mirror and I was like there has to be something wrong and then I saw is that when you found the teeth that's it actually is and that's why my autobiography teeth was made um and I was just looking and I was like oh I think my cervix is too low I think I have like a tumor in my vagina (laughs) my boyfriend I was like could you check and he was like what and he actually like did check but he's like you don't have a tumor in your vagina um that's a boyfriend how would he know though because he's a boyfriend I know I'm still very he probably thinks that you put the full plastic applicator (laughs) in (laughs) but I think it's something to do with um that I have a mass on my cervix and no one knows what it yeah. is. And it got found out when I had a CT scan for um, my appendix, which actually turned out to be a kidney infection. Um, but I think during my period, my cervix gets too low or something and it will just never pop open. Uh, but now I have... The moon cup, not your cervix. Yeah, my cervix is not supposed pop to pop open. open. But it's just been like this whole debacle and saga, which I thought Do it was over Do you ever think maybe with. it's like a small nest of ants that live in your, May- in your cervix? Like with, the, with polo. Yeah. That's scared me or it's like, an alien so much. oh my god imagine imagine just, if it was an alien baby imagine <laughs> if you put yourself in the fridge when you were a kid to see if you'd have an alien baby and it did grow I just shoved alien babies up my vagina when I was seven years old I mean, gosh <laughs> everyone know would believe us yeah <laughs> but I thought I was done with all that stuff when I got right to tampons because not shoving alien babies up my vagina mm. just like learning how to use 
new things. Oh, Moon Cup's still hard. As I said, the pop thing, you never really get used to it. Like, I always forget because I'm always like, oh, normal Moon Cup. And then I'll be walking around and I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. Also, I went to a really swanky event for to do at work and I was leaving the house. So I was like, oh, I, I'm a nail biter. So I was like, I'll put on some Penny's like stiletto ones. Um, Completely forgot that I had my Moon Cup in. Went to the bathroom and then was like crying in pain because you can't grip it. Mm. Oh, so no. you're just clawing at the inside of yourself trying to get it out. And like I was like, and there were celebrities there. And I was like, oh no, this is how I got to meet Ryan Tuberty. He's going to be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to claw it out of me. With my big fake nails. There, it's horrendous as someone now who wears acrylics loads of kind of like given up on my moon cup now she's just yeah. kind of sits in the corner and I just have gone back to tampons and pads because applicators means you can have very long nails maybe you can put it in your bum and just like I'd put a hole through my cervix into my rectum I just mean for fun and just then you're not using it for anything else but you have to put it in the thin end first because yeah. you can only put tapered <laughs> things in your bum we can't give bad advice on this pod. It, it, we're called the cop on. Yeah, we have to be held accountable we do. somehow. Make sure you put your, your moon cup in your ass the right way around. <laughs> uh, I remember though as well, before I learned about um, tampons, because I was just so used to pads. And then I had one on my, I got my period on a school tour. I got my period on a school tour and we were doing canoeing. Um, and then because I had a pad and I was like, oh, I like, I didn't know that like tampons were a thing. So I got really like flustered and some people were saying that they didn't want to do it because they were like afraid of water or they just didn't want to get wet. And I was like, oh, well I have my period, but it was only male teachers and they started getting really angry at everyone that like wasn't doing it. But I was like, oh. but I can't do it. And they're like, why can't you do it? And I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be saying... Um, because I have a, a pad on and I'm currently bleeding. Like, I was like 17. I was still afraid, like, around men. I was like, oh, no. I know, but I can still, like, even now to this day, sometimes I do feel awkward talking about periods with men. Just because, like, some men, like, have grown up with women and are the chillest. And then you're like, oh, my God, once you talk about it with them, once you're like, dude, dude, I'm totally plugging right now. And they're like, cool. Um, but then there's, like, men who haven't grown Like, there's, like, that weird kind of sometimes, like, starchy kind of feeling with them where you're like oh I know you're not fully comfortable and you're just pretending but you think I'm disgusting it's like there's like a sharp intake of breath when you say there were period and you can see it in their face they're like I'm cool I'm cool I'm cool I'm, yeah. this is fine I'm totally cool I yeah I remember being like younger and not wanting to talk about it and not wanting to like people to see pads in my hands if I was going to the bathroom mm-hmm. and like all that kind of stuff oh that was everyone I, you know I'd yeah. slide up my sleeve yeah yeah, up the sleeve that's what you do yeah. Um, I remember all that very clearly and but then I were lucky because like the male friends who we spoke about last week um, that I kind of grew up with in my hometown were all pretty chill about me talking about it because to be fair they were talking about god knows what in terms of like wanking on trains and yada yada so it's just kind of like if I have to listen to your gross stories you're going to have to listen to my gross stories and everyone else there's was- a difference between but like also there is like a distinct distinction between something that happens to your body naturally and wanking on trains <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wanking on trains agree. is a choice <laughs> 100% but I think I was just kind of like we're talking about bodily fluids we're all going to get on board with this kind of stuff and they were pretty chill about it they were fine and now there's one particular friend to me and you like he used to just listen to us talk about a period for hours yeah god bless him <laughs> you know who you are yeah we appreciate you <laughs> thank you for your service now I'm just like this is it's because it's so 
like a, a massive part of my life and it's so painful and it's such a nightmare and I get so drained and I hate it so much that I I'm like you will have to listen to me talk about this if it's relevant I don't tend to like bring it up out of nowhere just to freak yeah. people out but I am like working with a personal trainer at the moment and then there was one week that I just wasn't able to do any of my workouts and he was like why not and I was like because I have my period <laughs> I was like I just can't I'm sorry mm-hmm. I'm just like physically I'm not doing body squats and stuff like that like it's not happening <laughs> um and I could feel a little bit for a moment where he's kind of like oh and he's like, okay, we're going to talk about this. And then that was a month and a half ago. And so now it's like the second time since I've been working with him that I have my period again. And I was like, so I have my period this week, which means I'm editing our entire plan. <laughs> it's like, I'm like getting rid of these things because I don't want to feel like I'm squeezing the stuff out of my body. But like, it's just kind of like, cool, cool, cool. You do you. I'm like, yeah, cool, thanks. My dad has always been pretty cool with it because he had my mother as a wife <laughs> and she yeah. has passed out on his toilet when they were dating because she was taking the pill wrong. So, you know, this stuff isn't oh, necessarily... How just, wrong was she? Was yeah. this the old pill though? This is the old pill. This is in yeah. the 80s and this is her being like, that I pill can take it nasty. whenever I want and I can miss days and stuff like that. Not the oh, case. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and then he's shocked that she somehow like kind of tricked him into pregnancy, honestly. <laughs> um no sympathy for the man. My brother was always really chill. Like if when I was living at home and I was visibly like this little gremlin he'd be like are you on your period and I'm like yeah and then he'd like go get stuff and make me like a chicken fillet roll or pasta that's so sweet and like he'd like I'll get you pads or whatever and he'd like yeah Tom's the OG and then I had a really shitty experience when I was working in Disney again where I had to call in sick um, because of all of the blood as I have previously mentioned and in France they have this rule where if you call in sick you get paid for it but you have to go to a doctor um, and I'm Irish going to the doctor in Ireland is 60 quid and so you kind of get trained that you only go to the mm-hmm. doctor if you're on death's bed in France it's not that expensive and you get it paid back to you but it was just like it's so against everything within my nature to go to the doctor for something when they can't fix me like I could like there was no point so I didn't go to the doctor because I was like I'm on my period that's what's wrong that's why I can't go to work you're not going to give me my medication that's going to mm-hmm. help me like this is a complete waste of time and right now I need to just be by the toilet because it's a bad situation. And the next day I got called in by my team leader to be like, where were you? And like, do you have a doctor's note? And I was like, I don't have a doctor's note. And he was like, you can get like a warning for it. And I was like, I understand that. But I was like, that's it. And he was like, well, what was wrong with you? And I was like, I have my period. And he just looked at me like, okay. Like, okay, sure. Like, you're on your period. Like, as if I had like made it up. And I was like, I will bring in my bloody <laughs> like pads and put them on your desk. <laughs> I wish I had said that to him. I was, what, 19 at the time? done it. Yeah. Nowadays, oh, if you do that to me now, I absolutely will, 100%. Because I'm like, you know, you don't get to make me feel like shit about this thing that like destroys my life for 10 days every couple of weeks. You should have said I take him to the bottom of his car. So he's like, what's that smell? And then he finds it for months. I've had loads of loads. Or what annoyed me when we were younger is just guys using it as... And it, mm. like as uh, a reason that you're pissed off. Yeah. So they do something to you to annoy you and you're rightfully annoyed. And they're like, oh, you must be on your period because they just learned what PMS is. And they're like, that's the reason that all men, all women are annoyed at us. Like that's that has to be the reason. But they really do conflate like even, you know, hysteria was is from like the, mm-hmm. you know, they always say that it was room room related. Like PMS used to kind of be accredited to female serial killers, homicides domestic abuse, spousal abuse, everything. They used to generally like women on the, and there actually is a separate syndrome that is related to these. It's called premenstrual dysphoria disorder as far as I am aware. Um, PMDD. Uh, but yeah, heavily linked. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's perpetuated. 
where you're like, oh, someone's grumpy. Um, yeah, and I, the worst thing is, I am super grumpy on my period, but you're not allowed to fucking mention it. Like, that might, like, Sometimes I'm just annoyed at you. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm on my period or not. Yeah. You're still a dickhead. No, because like, it's, it's, it's not like you're not doing bad actions when I'm grumpy. I'm like, you've still done something dumb. I'm just twice as grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> they always do. So annoying. They just know. They can just sense when you're on your period. I think, you know, they, apparently people actually can smell it. I and don't that need that information. I didn't need to know that. I'm so sorry. I saw it on Reddit. Some th- oh. A bunch of guys on Reddit were like, yeah, I can smell when people are on their period. He's like, it doesn't bother me, but... Like bloodhounds. Yeah. So men are just dogs. Yeah. Well, we knew that. <laughs> I mean, we've just come full, full circle. I think we end the podcast. Bye, guys. Right, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I get super grumpy. I get super emotional sometimes. Oh, yeah. It actually changes. I've put tea in the uh, in the fridge. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Complete I get brain dumb. fog. And the thing is, as well, a lot of those symptoms and stuff are... When you're pregnant, like you get super emotional, your boobs get really sore, you get a bit of brain fog. So it's just like every month you're like, am I going to have my period or am I going to have a baby? Which one is it? And I think that is holy, 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 holy unfair. Because, I mean, one is not having a baby, one is having a baby. There should be a very distinct yeah. distinction between them. You're so right. But I do get the brain fog super bad. But like, it's I have a job. I can't yeah. get brain fog. Like, I will just mm-hmm. zone the fuck out. And you're right, I'll leave all my shit everywhere in random places and I'll have no idea. Um, and the emotions are bad for me. Also, I get extra emotions like paranoia. Yeah, I was talking to someone uh, the other day and they were saying, oh, I know my period's due because I think everyone hates me. Oh, yeah, big And time. I was like, well, they're like, yeah, I just get really paranoid before my period. But that's one symptom I don't have. Like body dysmorphia to the oh, highest. Oh my God. Like we had this that's how I, yeah, yeah, That's how I know yeah. I have my period. I was like, I was getting ready. I was going away for the weekend. And I was like, okay, I'll just wear like jeans and a t-shirt. And I put on jeans and I looked in the mirror and I was like, whoever let me wear jeans? Like who lets me outside the house every day wearing a pair of jeans? I am the most disgusting person on the planet in a pair of jeans. Like who did this? And then I was like, oh yeah, I'm on my period. <laughs> Never mind. And I, and the exact same day I was doing yoga and I looked at like my, I am, I am petite. I looked at my calf and I'm like fitter than I've been in ages. I looked at my calf hanging, like that my calf muscle just slightly hanging and I nearly started crying. I was like, I'm so awful. I was like, nobody has this much fat hanging from their calves. Nobody looks like this. Yeah, body dysmorphia. I had to stop doing yoga. <laughs> uh, like this whole week. Prior to, I, I did two two stupid things. One, I forgot that I was expecting my period yeah. and that this was going to be happening anyway. And then two, after a birthday party, I weighed myself oh. <laughs> when I'd eaten so much shit. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't like lost any weight despite the fact that I'm working out and I'm eating blah, blah, blah. And then spiraled for three days and then was like, ha, 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 okay, hang on. <laughs> there are answers to this. A, I'm on my period. B, I weighed myself after a fucking birthday party. Like, were we, like we had so much. We did two cheese boards. We had like a load of sweets. I was just eating crap all fucking day, and, and I'm surprised. Also, that, like, you're, you're always gonna be at your heaviest by the end of a day. <laughs> it's never oh no, I had weighed myself in the morning. Oh okay, okay. I do that. Um, so it was like the next day. Still a stupid time to weigh myself. Yeah, dumb. Um, no so, offense. Well done. Stupid. One of the perks, the only perk, is how horny you get. Mm. Slash, dangerous. Like you know, just before your period, and then you're like, I, you're, I mostly get horny on my actual period. Oh no, I get like, it's when like I'm ovulating and it's clear like we are ready to go. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's like 
It's great, but also not great because it can trick you into doing things that you really fucking shouldn't. Oh, we've all fallen for that. Yeah. <laughs> your period is just out to get you. Like the hormones in your body are literally like, I don't think anyone who has like a high amount of like um, testosterone and other male hormones have the same thing as us because like estrogen, they're just, but like they, they, have, you. they do that thing where like, you know, when you have sex with someone, no matter how early on it is or whatever, you, after you have sex, because of estrogen and progesterone, your brain's just like, I love you. And then you're like, no, no, <laughs> no you, you don't. don't. Yeah. You want to have a baby. The last thing him. you should do is say, the last thing you should do is say it, babe. You're going to keep that in your head because you don't. In 10 minutes, you're going to regret it. <laughs> so I had to explain that to a guy before he'd been seeing this girl and then um, they ended. Uh, this is when I was like, it was a friend that I had in France. And he was like talking to me about it and he was like, yeah, it's just like she got like really like into me and like sex kind of changed things. And I was like, yeah, it's like science. And he was like, yeah. what? And I was like, you are 25 years old. <laughs> like you should know this. But nobody yeah. does. No, like, you honestly nobody have does. To, like, and it's like really embarrassing because obviously I'm like, I, I don't like I've, I've never just burst out and said I love you. Although there have been times where it spurred me to say it when I knew I was going to say it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But like, you know, it's the nastiest time to say I love you. It's yeah, gross. It really is. Because you just have to give yourself a few minutes. And then, and then it'll like, go away. Reality kind of kicks back in. And you're like, how did I let my hormones really try and like dictate my brain? I'm there talking to my brain like. the scummiest guy in the world. Like, how could you give into that? In the world. Yeah. Like you would never be with them. But in your head you're like, I love you. You're like, oh my God. Rub you're my like, head. Which, so all of this we've just spoken about, you really have to like hand it to us. Like anyone who has a period, we operate in the world as normal. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Ish. No, I still do weird stuff on my period. I think people can tell because I'm just so brain foggy. Like, I will forget what I'm saying. One time on a, oh. I had brain fog from period on a work call and I said titty bits. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say like niggly bits. And then everybody kept laughing. Like, some of the girls was laughing so hard at titty bits that they had to skip her. <laughs> but it's titty very bits. funny. It's but not funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's also like you still have a job. You yeah. still do your work. But like I barely, barely like I'm doing my work. But sometimes it's like such a struggle because the brain fog is real. Like Ash has seen me and I've seen Ash. But sometimes my brain fog is like next level. But you're still I'll, doing it. Yeah, true, true, true. Like, I'll, but my job's imagine, writing and I forget full words and sentences. Could you imagine men? Yeah. If they had no. to go through like th- this is the whole thing that I'm always shocked at is everything that we have to go through like you're going through PMS you're going through cramps also cramps is not the right word cramps just sounds like something mildly uncomfortable oh yeah it's like a rippling undulating spearing pain they're warm room. no one told me that yeah they're like they get you, really hot and you get really hot like I get sweltering during my period like I'll be shredding yep. they, and they spread it's like it's not just here mm. like it's everywhere up your back my back is the worst one yeah oh oh do you ever get um bone muscle pain yeah I do too sometimes yeah and sore nipples Oh, yeah. And just shooting pains through your whole body. Did you ever hear that one? Yeah. Or do you know when your skin crawls? Yeah. I go through phases where it doesn't happen every period, but then it'll happen where I'm like, I don't want anything to touch me. And if you touch me, I'm going to freak the fuck out to the point where I've, on multiple occasions, just lied in bed, like in my pajamas, not moving because I'm like, if I move the clothes on me, make me like, just want to make you want to tear my, no, like just take off my skin. I'm like, just take it off. I'm done. I don't want it anymore. I get that. It's real uncomfortable. I vibes with what? it. Um, acne. Uh, oh. You know, I'm, me and my skin have had so many problems, but like period skin is the worst skin by far. Like I just had mine and um, my little chin is just like covered in little red dots. I'm like, lovely. Chin hair. 
Oh God, it really sucks, doesn't it? You know, when you go it makes it I go pure grey as well. Like I will go, sometimes they go like skeleton dull. Like I will, you know how I'm already like a light pale of grey with very dark circles. <laughs> sometimes on my period, like people are like, whoa, you look so unwell. I'm like, especially when it used to be really bad. People would be like, are you okay? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like sweating, <laughs> covered in acne. Like I'm fine. It just extends to everything. It's the reason why I don't buy nice underwear. Because yeah, I don't want to no have point. two separate things of being like, I've tried that before. Okay, this is my period underwear and this is my good underwear. But then it will always come while I'm wearing my good underwear. So suddenly everything is my period underwear. Yep. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. So I don't buy good underwear because I'm going to bleed all over it one day. I don't buy good bed sheets. Oh, yeah. No. No. They always are like the first to go. Just I can't wait. Like one day I really want to like sleep with a rich man and just ruin his bed sheets. <laughs> like silk sheets and you just there Eat like... the rich. Like, yeah. Kind Free of bleeding. Scooting around like a dog. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just empty my moon cup out onto it. <laughs> he comes out and you're like, oh, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> just while scooting, he catches me. I don't stop scooting. No, so concept. You have to sleep with the man who is like, you only need nine tampons for your yes. entire period. Make sure that he has really nice sheets. Like, just convince him that you yeah. want luxury. He like decks at his bed and then as he walks into the room after like your night of passionate love and you just pour your moon cup really slowly and be like, nine tampons, mate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nine tampons, like the, mate. Um, the scene in Godfather when he lifts it up and the horse's head, but it's just nine tampons all yeah. used on the pillow. Also, the thing that freaks me out about tampons is that they're essentially just pads rolled up yeah. and they expand I think oh, that yeah. also is a big reason why I can't use them vaginas are white yeah I know I didn't like it's only when you kind of get like older and you're like looking at it more and you're not like terrified of it like that's that like we joked about teeth earlier but the whole the whole like teeth is a like a horror comedy the whole concept is much cleverer than we gave credit for when it came out. The whole concept is that like basically with, like teenage girls are so afraid of their vaginas that they won't even look at it until mm-hmm. they're in like their teen years, which mm-hmm. is wild. But even older, like, yeah, I seen sometimes in, um, I'm like, I, don't, I just don't want to see it. In Orange is the New Black, where uh, is it Laverne Cox's character? Yeah. Gets all the women to look at their vaginas because they just like thought there was one hole. They didn't oh, know yeah. anything. And like they're all there with their mirrors looking Hang at on. it. There's more than one hole. <laughs> For a second there, yeah, I, was like, I was like, what? We have to stop recording. <laughs> um, but, and these were old women. I know it's a TV show, but... It's true. It's true. Like, yeah. There's so many women who don't know what their vaginas look like. And yeah, they might know the general anatomy of it looking at a diagram, but they've never actually stopped and like looked inside and look. had a little because route around. A lot of women don't know that you, there are kind of like two standard formats of clitoris. So you have hooded clitoris and unhooded clitoris. The women who have unhooded clitoris, is, is, I'm not sure, I'm going to vary. I'm just going to go between both. Are the ones who are like having these magical orgasms where they just say like, oh my God, you touched me, I came. And then there's a high proportion of women who have hooded clitorises who don't realise that they basically are like, have a full layer of like skin over the, the boil. Yeah, you have to like open it up. Yeah, you might have to like pull it back a little. Yeah. But like you won't know that until you take a look. If you can pull back a man's foreskin to give him a blowjob, you can pull back a bit <laughs> Like that annoys me because people are like, I'm pressing it. It's right there. And you're like, that's not it. Like what you think that is? That's like my pubic bone. Yeah, that's it. You're like, that's not it. Or when they rub you, they, sometimes they rub your actual urethra. <laughs> Yeah. Have you had that happen? It's the least yeah. comfortable thing ever. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, nope, that's not the right oh, area I'm at like, all. I'm like, Ooh. But when they've done that, I'm like, okay, I think this is a lost cause. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you're like, we just like, because you can't do that much education in that moment and it still no. be sexy. Exactly. No. Um, have you ever heard the song Period Zach's from Crazy Ex Girlfriend? 
Mm-mm. They do a full song. It goes like, period sex, period sex. Because that's such a cultural phenom- phenomenon. I love how we just talked about like how horrific our periods are and how disgusting and everything. They were like, yeah, but have sex with us, please. <laughs> that's literally it. Because we are very, very horny during this time. Yeah, like there is times though where I, depending on where I am in my period, I won't want anyone to like physically, sexually touch oh, me. Oh yeah. Because I'll be just so like heavy or so bloated at the time. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I really want to, but I'm just not. Yeah. I'd like, you should want to. And if I asked you, you should be <laughs> like, yes, but I don't want you to, but just be ready. Um, and then or like, like you make, make a hole in the duvet and you're like, I'm going to lie under just getting all of your seven towels and you're like, okay, everywhere here and then I'll just put this here and yeah. Sometimes it's not even as messy. Um, Yeah, I'm very pro it. And like there's always that, there's that time in like a new thing where you're like, do I, because you can never tell. It's not like a kinky thing. It's not a freaky thing or anything. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people will do it. But there's definitely been people I've been speaking to before and they're like, no, I'd never dream of doing that. And I've been like, Women oh yeah, men? me neither. Women mostly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, And some men. But um. Yeah, then when you're like in a new thing and you're like, oh, which one of us is going to talk about yeah, this? Yeah, when do you say it? Like, uh, You have to wait until you're on your period. But also it's like, because you get a bit scared because you don't want them to turn around and then be like, oh no, Ew, that's gross. disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because to yep. me then, that's like, though that's something that happens to me every month and you're saying that for a whole month, I'm disgusting. Like, I can say that about myself while I'm on my period, but you can't. You have to have, you have to want to have sex with me. Whenever. Yeah, whenever I want. <laughs> it's like a very horrible relationship. But yeah. <laughs> But the shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the best sex I've had is period sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just so much more sensitive. Yeah. Your whole area is just like, please, 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 please. And also just so much more lubricated. Naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too much. Yeah. Then you need to get the hair dryer out. Lucy really does have kinky sex. But then sometimes it looks like you're doing like a finger painting ritual. <laughs> Who says you can't do both? Why not? Make the most of it. Yeah. Bit of blood magic. Uh, yeah, it's mostly from women, though, that I've heard that. Yeah, it's actually, men seem to be, like, totally okay with it. Well, I think that's probably because we're taught to be ashamed of our bodies yeah. and what they do for so long. And also, I think for some women, it is painful. Like, as you were saying about yeah. your cervix, yeah. if your cervix is lower, so oh. period sex can be not dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. No, there's definitely positions that I can't do when I'm on my period because of a low cervix. Mm-hmm. I think that's also a big part of it is that if you look up what like a normal period is, there is a standard uh, answer. And then if you speak to any number of women, all of them will have a different story. Mm-hmm. And so like what's as we've spoken already, like accepted levels of pain and things like that. Like, have you ever heard that story of the woman she was sitting in an exam in the US and she um, her appendix burst, but she thought it was cramps. So she just continued on through the exam oh my God. and then like passed out and got rushed to hospital. And then when her professor was like, why didn't you just leave? And she was like, I just assumed it was my period because my cramps are that bad anyway. And he was like, you get an A? Like, I like you get an A plus, babe. She's now the president of the United States. I reckon one. Donald Trump doesn't have period sex. Oh, definitely not. Oh, not a hope. Well, doesn't he have like... He does stuff with pee. Isn't that the whole thing with Russian? Yeah, but I think periods are gross. I think uh, to him, he's like, pee's good, period gross. Yeah, he probably. He definitely like washes his dick down after every like pump. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think he washes his dick ever. I'm but you know, which means that he washes his dick twice per sex session. Oh, stop. Hey. Um, but the, the pain thing, like I remember when I had my really bad kidney infection, I also just thought like, oh, 
maybe it's just like a period pain or a cramp or whatever. And my doctor, in the end, like it was just a kidney infection, but my doctor was like, when I was explaining everything to him, he's like, that could be your appendix. Like he was looking at me like I was so fucking dumb. He's like, why did you not go to a hospital? And I was like, oh, could it be? Like, I'm, you're just kind of thought that like anything, any pain to do it here, mm-hmm. if you're not like passing out, is your pain. then it's it's normal pain. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's why so many women go undiagnosed with PCOS and endometriosis. They're both very much underdiagnosed because, and especially, have you seen that in general? It's women of colour and people of colour who Mm -hmm. have periods. They're even more underdiagnosed. And in general, their pain isn't perceived to be as as painful as white people's pain. Yeah. It's like a bias that's built into the medical systems where it's like people of colour, specifically black women. Specifically black women. Are like supposed to have like, they're just assumed to have a higher tolerance. There's more birth complications in women of colour in the United States because of it. Yeah. And here in Ireland, uh, I think 40% of of deaths in um, maternity deaths are migrant women. Cool. And they do not make up 40% of the population of people who can give birth. (laughs) Let me tell you that it is much lower. Well, I suppose we've got some statistics on um, period poverty in general and on kind of uh, bias surrounding periods and the shame surrounding periods. Um, According to a survey of more than 1,100 young girls between the ages of 12 and 19 by Plan International Ireland, nearly 50% of Irish teenage girls find it difficult to afford sanitary products. Um, 109 of the young women in the survey said that they were forced to use a less suitable sanitary product. So that could mean... Something like socks, for example, mm. a bit of old toilet paper, things that aren't designed to, to they're not fit for purpose. Mm-hmm. And really, as this is a health issue, it's not acceptable that anybody in this country doesn't have access to to um, real sanitary products. Nearly 60 percent of young women and girls said school does not inform them adequate, adequately about periods, mm-hmm. um, which is very, very believable. Six out of ten young women reported feeling shame and embarrassment about their period. 61% missed school on their period and more than 80% said they did not feel comfortable talking about their periods with their father or a teacher. Um, and it is estimated that 10% of the female population in the Republic of Ireland suffer from PCOS. So period poverty is a huge problem in Ireland, specifically um, people who are without homes, people who are in direct provision and people who are from low-income households. Um, and because of the stigma and shame surrounding periods... It makes it double the effect mm-hmm. in that it's not something that you're going to reach out to get help for. Um, the effect of this is that some people who get periods, sorry, I said women there. I mean people who get periods. Some people who get periods don't um, go to events, functions, education. They won't go to work because they have literally nothing to aid them in the period. Um, so it's a very real issue. And I feel like I think all, all of us felt that if we were going to do an episode on this topic, it would be irresponsible not to talk about period poverty. Um, I know that Wales just passed uh, something on trying to abolish period poverty in Wales, which is great. But it'd be lovely to see Ireland do more. But um, if you are interested in getting involved with helping to, to um, aid with period poverty in Ireland, you can donate to Homeless Period Ireland. Um, in my opinion, period products should be free for everybody, mm-hmm. um, especially when they're marked up, depending on brand. You know, like they're not a luxury item. No, not at all. No. Especially like whatever, you know, uh, I think it should be free for everyone on the like island of Ireland, but especially in schools. Like, I think that's, like, the number one place where it should start because I think that's, like... And, like, they, they, in schools, they'd even have, like, uh, those machines where you could pay, like, a euro or two euro mm. to get them. Like, why are you charging students for this? Like, people... 
are going to get their first periods at school and then like don't feel comfortable talking to teachers or anyone else they might just get like a surprise period like it would really help as well children who come from like lower income um families that like these are like readily available for them here like I just don't understand that like educate people more give pads away for free like is it something that half the population of the world have? 51% even. Yeah. And it's still thought of as shameful. It's still really expensive. Like, it's not treated like it's a medical concern that people can't... It's not even a medical concern. It's part of our biological you anatomy. Like, unless... Until you go through menopause... It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Like... What, what are you going to do? Give hysterectomies to everyone's? Like, sorry, it's your choice. They don't choice even let women that, who are under 50 have hysterectomies. Yeah. So how is it a choice? Like, it's not a choice. You're born with the ability to have or not have periods. And that stays with you for a very long time of your life. So give us tampons. And yeah. we expect toilet paper to be readily available and soap because it's something we need for a bodily function that we can't control. And for hygiene purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's hygiene as well. So... It, the same thing extends to periods. Unfortunately, it's not the entire... If the entire population had to deal with it, then this would be happening already. If it were men who had to deal with this, this would be happening already. But it's not. It's people who have been marginalised and pushed out and been told that, like, oh, because this is happening to you, you shouldn't talk about it, you shouldn't know about it, and you shouldn't sort of, like, bring it into the world. Like, tell us... I think it's something like 60% of men... Or, no, it's a third of all men in a study that was done... Um, believe that talking about periods at all in the workplace is unprofessional and like <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and like talk to you in detail about it but like if it's something that's happening to me then and there and it's affecting me and I'm like I'm sorry I have to go I've had to tell team leaders and I do it now and I'm like I'm like I'm going home because I don't feel well because of my period and I tell my male team leaders this and they're kind of like yep yeah, cool that's totally fine because we have to normalize these conversations like mm-hmm. it's you have to make these products and stuff available you have to improve sex education and then just also period education. I mean, we have to have something decent. We don't have really anything at all now. And then we also have to normalize it in normal, like everyday conversation because it's happening to us constantly for so long. Also, I want to know if you ever want to donate um, um, sanitary products, best bet is to donate pads because not everyone has a safe place that they can use yeah. tampons. Yeah, absolutely true. So that we were saying that's a homeless period Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, pads or, you know, there's no harm in donating tampons either. Um, I know that menstrual cups for the most part, as far as I'm aware, aren't accepted just because if you are um homeless, you won't have access yeah. to hygienically use uh, period cups. So that's the only reason there. Um, But yeah, a real problem. Uh, and it would be great to see something done about it. But in the meantime... You can educate yourself on what period poverty is, donate if you can, and um, spread the word, I suppose. Try to break the stigma by talking mm-hmm. about it in your own life, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely better than doing nothing in general. And normalize the conversation about periods not being so woman-centric. Yeah. Like that's a really mm-hmm. big part of it. There's a whole host of people who don't identify as women who are going through this as well, and it's even more of a stigma and more shame on top of that, and yeah. it's harder to deal with because they're also battling other things in their lives mm-hmm. because of our lovely binary systems that we've created. But periods don't just affect women. I think a lot of the period shame is generated because of just a general dislike for women <laughs> that we've had to deal with. Um, and so you can't completely remove, I think, the word woman from the conversation because it's like 
with abortion, it would, it's all been sort of created to keep women down by people who yeah. don't recognize that there are more complex identities out there um, or just other identities out there. Um, but we're, women are not the only ones who are menstruating and we all deserve to be part of the conversation. So if you're a guy and you work in an office, make sure that there are tampons and pads in your bathroom for men. That's something you can do because you never know who's going to be in there and who might need them. And if you're a cis hetero man who doesn't have to deal with this, be the person, the maverick that's going to do it because it just makes life easier for someone who might not be able to come forward. Or like at the very bare minimum, just put a bathroom in your, put a bin in your bathroom. Oh God, yes. If you don't live with a woman, just have like a bin in your bathroom no matter what, for fuck's sake. That's how you know that no woman lives in the house if there's no bin in the bathroom. Like I I used to hate going to people's parties when I was like 17, 18 in their house parties and I'd be on my period and I'd go into their like little under the stairs bathroom and I'd look around and I'd be like, no. You're putting your tampon in your handbag. So then, like, so you can sneakily go over to the bin and then just like shove it in and hope and that yeah, no one looks it, through the bin for some reason. In, yeah, try to put it under like the eggshells or something somewhere <laughs> so that nobody would touch it. And then hoping that someone changes the bin soon so it doesn't smell. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's just a nightmare, isn't it? I think maybe like men should start and go. You know how like men have go to like Tinder photo things and like at the recently enough it was climbing and fishing, maybe. What would really impress me on Tinder is if they put a picture of their bathroom bin. Yes. Got a bin here in the bathroom for you, bae. And do you change it regularly? Even if they don't, it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't want to see your pictures of you in a repeal jumper anymore. Time's passed. Done with it. Mm-hmm. Now I want to see the bin in your bathroom. Yeah. That's it. I don't even want to see your face. <laughs> it's just a bin. <laughs> Whoops, swipe right. Who cares what you look like? Now we're going to do the classic bit of the cop on where we tell you a thing about copping on. It's usually when someone does someone bad or something, okay? This week, my cop on is towards the influencers who are going abroad during this time. And actually really anyone who's going abroad during this time, unless it's for emergency reasons, including a bereavement. But um, a bunch of Irish influencers have gone to Ibiza, as we all know, not not essential travel. Um Stating the reason was that they would lose their deposit and they couldn't afford to lose it. I personally know how much influencers make and I find that very highly doubtful. Um, Everybody lost a holiday to the pandemic, babe. You don't need to go to Ibiza. They've also likened it to, they're like, well, you're hugging your friends and that's bad. I'm like, okay, well, if I hug three of my friends, I think it's very different to you going to Ibiza. Unless you're going to be flying on a private jet and and they all say they're going to quarantine for two weeks. What would they be putting on their social media? I don't believe them for one hot second. Cop on. My cop on this week is, um, I will preface this with that I... uh, I'm also kind of at fault at this, but whatever. But, you know, you shouldn't trust your indicators um, driving 101. Anyway, I was driving home from Kerry and I was coming out of a petrol station and there was loads of cars coming. I see this guy coming towards me and he seems to be slowing down. He has his indicator on as if he's coming also into the petrol station. I look and see a gap on the other side. So I'm about to pull out, but I look again at him and he's like right beside me. So I have to slam on my brakes and he starts roaring at me. So I start roaring at him being like, your indicator was on. And then he gets his kid, his like 12 year old kid to stick the finger up at me out the window. And then he goes on a little bit, indicator still on. And then he finally realizes because he turns the indicator off. So he knew that he was in the wrong. And I was like, you fucking asshole. So yeah, cop on. And um, if you're not turning, make sure to turn your indicators off. 
my cop on is myself this week um, because I was silly and dumb. Um, and I would like to mention as part of this that what happened <laughs> getting devil eyes from Lucy went on a hike with Lucy. So we'd just like to mention that Lucy and I had friend time outside of the podcast. I told you that you're not allowed to mention it if you're going to invite you me. You mentioned it twice. <laughs> you're not allowed we to. We have not hung out. And you're I'm not allowed to allowed say to that. My name. I am no, you're not clearing allowed. your name. You're I am. supposed to want to be my friend. I do want to be your friend. but No, I also... and it feels like you've done it just to clear your name. <laughs> no. I changed my cop on. <laughs> I went on a fabulous, real long hike in Clandalock and then was dumb, 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 dumb and didn't put on any sun cream and got ridiculously burnt. And yeah, so cop on, Julia, you should know better. Thanks for listening to the cop on, especially this episode in which part of our demographic was probably uncomfortable. But we hope that you had a laugh talking about our the texture of our periods. Uh, well, listening to us talk about it. Um, and I hope that if you're eating dinner, that you still enjoyed it, regardless. You can follow us on social media at at the cop on underscore pod on Instagram. I've gotten a nod of approval from the ladies uh, on Twitter at the cop on pod. Nailed it again. And you can email us at the cop on pod at gmail.com. Oh my God, three in a row. Um, we really, 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 really want to see your emails because nobody ever emails us except for Glassdoor when I accidentally signed up for Glassdoor on it. And I only have a Glassdoor account so I can read the bad reviews of people. This really it. Um, we'd love it if you give us a little soby a little follow on your main podcasting platforms that you listen to um, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts specifically. Um, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, I will send you my jar of moon cup juice. Join us next week when we are dyeing our hair with our period blood. Hashtag sustainable. Soft spoken. You said princess. <laughs> <laughs>